Welcome to Eyes Up, a podcast that champions representation, where we see you and give you insight on what the future of your career can look like. I'm your host, Dr. Damaris Raimondi, and today we are doing a short informational episode all about how you can decode optometry job listings. Be sure to listen to this episode while you're embarking on your own job search. There are two things that are super important in our careers that we always need to keep in mind, and that is introspection and honesty. We need to really think about where we are in our careers. And for me, I kind of reached that point in 2018. By then, I was already three years fresh out of graduation, and at that point, I knew that I needed a change. I had a position that I really liked, but I also knew that it was time for something better. So what did I do? You know, I actually went on a year-long quest of going on many interviews. I wasn't in any rush, and as I mentioned in previous episodes, since I was interviewing them, I was interviewing the practices, I knew that I could be very picky and choosy about the things that were important to me. So the things that were important to me were location, 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 better hours, better benefits, and a higher focus on patient care. That's what I knew would fulfill my soul. And so it took a year where I just went on many interviews, tried out different places, saw so many things, and I'm hoping that I can impart some of that knowledge to all of you today. So you're reading the job description where they're looking for an optometrist to join their team, and in the middle of the description, it says, must have a good sense of humor. First of all, I'm thinking, am I on the right website? Just kidding. But, you know, I love to laugh and I love to have a good time at work. But what else could that mean? A good sense of humor may mean that a lot might go wrong during the day and that that location, it might not be that organized and that that's something that you need to have a good sense of humor for. And in reading descriptions, words are often repeated. And if a word is repeated, that means that that's something that that employer really highly values. So if you see something like the word multitasking or deadline driven a lot, that might mean, you know, multitasking is a great thing. But it also might mean that you are taking on the work that is really meant for two people. And you're going along this job description and now you come across the phrase, there is lots of opportunity for growth. What have I said on this podcast before? I said that when you make a career move, you do not base it on hope. Things might not pan out. They may change. They may never change. And both of those scenarios might go uh, against your favor. It is either offered now or it is not. And sometimes lots of opportunity for growth may mean that you will work for minimal pay in exchange for the opportunity to toil away on weekends and on undesired hours. This is a reality and we need to speak more about it. In line with this is another phrase that is quite common in job descriptions. There is an opportunity for partnership for the right individual. 
What does that sound like? Once again, that sounds like a lot of hoping. It is either offered or it is not. You may end up building up this practice without any potential for partnership. Unfortunately, this has happened to many of us. If the conversation of partnership comes up, even though you might not be buying it right now, get it in writing. If you're going to start working for the potential in partnership, get it, form an agreement together. No two agreements look alike. But if the two of you sit down and carve out a plan, that's the only way this is going to go forward. Do not hope. Instead, sit down with your potential employer and then go over what your goals are. Okay, maybe I will be full-time if we gross this amount of dollars. After one year, if we both like this trial period, then I could go on to a partnership. I mean by trial period, not as like a full-time employee, but I mean like trial as like you're seeing if you, if you want to have buy-in or not. And that's something that needs to be discussed very frankly in the beginning. Because you should not base any career moves on just hope. And now another phrase that you have also heard me mention in previous episodes. We are seeking an optometrist as an independent contractor as a 1099. If you have an employer telling you what hours or days you can come in, then let me tell you, you are not an independent contractor. Just try explaining your 1099 status to the IRS and you will fail. Get your W-2. It's not hard for an employer to do that. And if they are unwilling to do it for whatever reason, there are other opportunities out there. And I've looked. I've looked. There's so many. And also, something else to keep in mind in terms of these keywords is that as you're doing your job search, you are going to see some frequent flyers show up on that job feed. And that could be a sign of high turnover position, and that means that there probably is a poor hiring process involved in that. I've definitely done my fair share of job searching and going on interviews, but I actually haven't looked at anything at all for almost two years now, and... I hopped on real quick to Google Jobs right now while recording for this episode, and there are actually a lot of wonderful opportunities out there. Some do mention the phrases that I just uh, went over with you all, but a lot of them don't, and a lot of these other opportunities really mention what they can offer to you as an employee, which I love. You got to have that focus and you got to have a frank discussion of what the requirements of the job are and what the benefits are and why you would want to be working at this location. So here are some real life examples that I came across today. Oh, and real quick, Turn on your Google alerts for optometrist jobs, for doctor of optometry, for optometry, any iteration of the word, oh dear, optometrist. Because when you turn on those Google alerts, you will see everything listed from every career website and institution, and it'll pop right up for you to view at your leisure. So let's get to the examples that I saw today. Fast-paced job environment, pressure-packed environment. That is exactly how it was written. So that was a repetition, and they mean it. 
They mean that this is a pressure-packed environment. This is a fast-paced job environment. And they want you to know it. All right, next example. Immediate availability, contact us as soon as possible. Hiring immediately. This means our previous optometrist left unexpectedly, possibly because of a toxic work culture, and we are not valuing the time it takes to hire, so we will take anyone, just call our cell or text us. If you're not sending a job position like a CV and you're not sitting down for a full interview, you got to think if that's the right career move for you. All right, on to the next example. Only apply if you are an experienced optometrist. A minimum of two years in the industry is required. You can read that as we are not going to hire any new grads because we have been burned in the past and we expect you to hit the ground running. Guys, I'm already rubbing my temples. I can barely read this. So this is uh, two examples. This opportunity is perfect for an experienced optometrist without the risks of practice management, such as rent and machinery investment. Enjoy the benefits of being a doctor without the hassle of running a business. Bar none, bar none. This is my pet peeve. Because you know what's a bigger risk? In terms of practice management, the bigger risk is opening up a practice and not having a doctor to be there to see your patients. If you're a doctor of optometry, you are completely prepared to open your own practice way earlier than you think. You're the one who can see all the patients. You can dictate everything. You passed the biggest test. The test, I'm not referring to boards. I'm talking about the test of being in school your entire life. There is nothing you can't figure out. So that's, it's literally no risk to open your own practice if you are a doctor of optometry. No risk there because you know what machines you're investing in. You know exactly what patients need. You know what eye health conditions could be exacerbating different things and that could make a poor dispense experience. You know all that. I hate how this is often said. I've been told this to my face many times that, oh, you don't got to worry about like all the administrative business stuff. That's boring. Mm, No, pet peeve. It's something to remember. It doesn't mean that you can't have a great experience working there, but that's untrue and that is not a narrative that we are going to continue here on Eyes Up. All right, next one. Plans of purchasing medical equipment. Say it with me, folks. This sounds like a lot of hoping and dreaming. They might never purchase this medical equipment. If it says plans of purchasing, At your interview, set down dates. When are you getting this Optos? When are you getting a Feropter, a working Feropter? Come on. There's so many things that you cannot unsee when you get into real practice. And there's so many positions. So don't feel stuck. Ask these questions. You will find the job and you will love it. 
And like I was saying, actually searching quickly right now, I saw a lot of amazing opportunities, and I want you to take full advantage of them. There's so I think a lot of practices have had time to really think about where they want to go in the future, and have had that taken that time to. Have that be reflected in their job descriptions. So here's a couple of awesome things that I saw. The ideal optometrist will be personable, will be driven by a patient-focused attitude, and will have a passion for providing the best eye care experience to all of our patients. That sounds amazing. I want to apply. All right, next one. The optometrist that applies here will effectively adapt to a fast-paced environment. I like that. It's frank. It's sincere. It's it's telling you what to expect. All right, let me try apply. See what's going on. Passionate about patient care, super sweet. Promoting eye health by counseling patients. It's one of the bullets in the job description. I love that. Our ideal optometrists love seeing patients and helping with their ocular issues. Also, super promising. I love it. A job description is a reflection of the practice, and as you read more and more of these descriptions and go on more interviews, you will see how it really is a reflection and how there were some red flags or green flags when you were first applying and finding out about this position. But also, I do urge you to please ask your friends and loved ones outside of the industry for input. Optometry is amazing, but it's not as unique as we're brought up to made believe that it is. I don't know how that narrative started, but you know, aside from that, optometry is awesome, but it's also just like every other industry. And by getting outside input, we can better understand business and workplace relations and be a step ahead of the curve. If you come across a really funny or entertaining job listing, send me a DM to my Instagram at EyesUpPod. I didn't come across anything. Everything was actually super awesome. So if you're searching for a job right now as an optometrist, you are in good company because most of these are amazing. If you love this episode, share it with a friend and leave eyes up a rating and review. The ratings allow me to find more listeners, which is exactly what I need to keep bringing you this revolutionary content. And if you have any questions about the job search or about any previous episodes, email me your thoughts. I want to get to know you. Let's chat. And my email is eyesuppod at gmail.com. Head up, eyes up. Together we rise up. Until next time. Bye. 